Welcome to another episode of the Action Tune Bros. <laughs> episode 17, Young Justice, 11 through 15. I'm Matthew Lewis. And I'm Ben Sturgeon. And we are ready to begin. Oh, for first, uh, oh no, I was about to start plugs already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, we wait to the end of that. Oh, dang. Is that the laugh again picked up that much? I, it might have been. Eh, well, okay. Let's... So anyway, let's, uh, how about we start with uh, the first the episode? Problems. All right. First episode, Cornered. Episode oh, 11. Yes. We open on a spaceship somewhere in the Milky Way galaxy. Yep. We have this teeny tiny little robot guy through beeps and blips and subtitles. Yep. And also voiced by Phil Lamar, DC uh, person who does a thousand voices on this Of show. course. And it's just a huge voice actor in general. Also, it is April 1st. We should probably note that. Oh, the yes. That comes up that a is very important. April 1st. We see the little uh, droid thing, like R2-D2, beeps and boops, talking about the Justice League members and giving a rundown of their abilities and yeah. stuff. And then when he gets to Superman, he's like, hey, look, Superman's the greatest. Weird, mysterious, big alien sitting on a throne is like, smiles. It's like, but he's on a planet that's guarded by uh, guarded by the lanterns. Yeah, they're on Rimbor, which is the planet yep. that they were accused of attacking previously on the show. Uh, we see the big, weird alien, like, growling menacingly, and he clenches his fist and slams it, saying, I'm going to go to Earth, uh, as he shows um, the heroes that are, the robot shows heroes that are still on Earth, like Captain Adam and Shazam. Yeah, which, there's a big, uh, a, a big emphasis on Shazam, apparently. He's like, yeah. hey, look at this one right here. Yeah, and the alien says, or the robot says that the alien wants them for trophies, and we see a three-eyed, purple-skinned alien. Now, DC fans should recognize Despero of pretty course. immediately. If you've seen like Justice League or Justice League Unlimited or like any DC comics, he pops up occasionally. This is a very weird, different interpretation of him. And uh, if I remember correctly, in this entire episode, this isn't really a spoiler, but he doesn't talk, so he doesn't really have a voice actor. No, it's very weird. He just kind of grumbles and growls. <laughs> but after, but after we get that little bit of information, we get the title card. Yep. And then and we go straight to New York City. Captain Adam is meeting with the. Reach ambassador and is hesitant to shake his hands in front of the public. Like, ah, I know what you guys are really up to. Yep, and of course, um, with with a few uh, with a few jabs from the, amba- the ambassador. Yeah, and uh, we we get uh, Adams like, all right, but we can talk about a lot of things in private. That in private statement gets G. Gordon all up in a tizzy. Yeah, he starts screaming and yelling anti Justice League stuff again, which I think is hilarious because he keeps talking about how. Like, you know, there's so many secrets with the League. Yeah. Doesn't he know anything about the government? Yeah, well, he's a weird, very peculiar character. I, I, I know. I don't even know. remember if he ever actually gets a real proper reveal or anything. I don't know. But uh, we cut to Talos Labs once again, where all the Young Justice people and the pod kids uh, wait outside a room as Impulse nervously is tapping his feet while they're, uh, like, they're like sitting in chairs like outside of like a, like a school principal's office or something like that. Pretty much. And uh, then, of but, course, as... Uh, Jaime t- starts stopping Impulse yeah. from like tapping and tapping and tapping. Um, we actually see Ty walk out of Black Canary's office, yeah. and she calls for Virgil. Yeah, uh, we yeah, Blue Beetle is excited to see Ty. He's like Ty, but then he's just like, "Oh, he doesn't know my real identity." Um, good, good to meet you, Ty Longshadow. Anyway, he kind of like passes it off. Uh, Black Canary is giving the pod kids uh, counseling after their abduction. We see Virgil, yeah, like you said, doesn't want to be recorded, and he's kind of like nervous about it. He doesn't want to go to any tests like that, and he's just like, oh, come on, man. Uh, he also gets a little name drop of Static Shock. <laughs> like, right, oh. and not only that, but as he leaves it upset, rightfully so, we actually see like a bunch of paper clips magnetized, yeah, magnetized together. Yeah, magnetized together, his typical powers. But also Virgil implies that the aliens killed kids, 
that didn't pass their tests. Kind of like a weird mm-hmm. thing. Like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that, there's a there's a big important yeah. thing. Uh, we cut to Bloodhaven, a very common uh, DC adjacent city that's somehow worse than Gotham is. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, in Bloodhaven, we see Nightwing and a bunch of the Young Justice in this really rundown looking apartment. Yeah, this really crummy shack. Mel's like, this is an April Fool's joke, right? This weird ass place isn't on our base. And he's like, nope, it is. Uh, possible, like, uh, Nightwing version of Word of the Day. He says, wear home. as well, warehouse. <laughs> yeah, wear. <laughs> Very weird choice. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, of course, um, after much, you know, talking and stuff like that, and, you know, understanding that there is not a lot of yep. choices we have left since the mountain exploded. Uh, a lot of them are, you know, needing to get used to all of this. Yeah, Mal is trying, he's like, I'm, I'm screw this place, I'm going to try to move in with Bumblebee. She's like, no, 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 that's not a good idea. Don't <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> Which, uh, has it been established, are they going out or aren't they? They're going out, but they just like, she's really distant and always busy and he's just Yeah, like, th- that's why I had to ask, because they don't seem like it if they are. Yeah. The bot is named, oh, wait, before that. Uh, we go to Washington, D.C. Yep. Where Captain Marvel and uh, Zatanna with Bumblebee are with Connor and Miss Martian in the Hall of Justice. Yep, and I think this is when the robot shows up and confronts the teams about, like, oh, Shazam thinks it's an April Fool's joke. Yeah, and Shazam's like, okay, cut it out now. But the little robot known as Elrond. Yeah, Elrond. I was like, is that uh, a L- L-Ron, not is, like the elf. Is that a reference to uh, Elrond Albert, the founder <laughs> Maybe, of, Scient- don't the don't of Scientology? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he uh, then laser cages the entire Hall of Justice, and Despero says he wants to test himself against Earth's warriors. Is it um, Zatanna, and is it Rocket or B who confronts him in the front? Uh, it's Zatanna and uh, Bumblebee. I don't yeah. think Rocket is in yeah, the Rocket's fight. Yeah, Rocket's in this one. Bumblebee, or uh, he's like, uh, Zatanna immediately starts doing magic, and then he's just like, Alon's like, oh, no magic, and then... Yep, no magic, it's cheating. He actually Ooh. uses his psychic powers, because, yeah, Despero typically isn't really a brawler villain. He's typically like a lot more skinny than this version and he usually chooses that psychic third eye to like do oh, both of his stuff. Okay, okay. That's why this was a very weird, unique uh, interpretation of the character. But yeah, he immediately knocks out Zatanna with a psychic beam from his eye as he starts like beating up the team. Right. Uh, the rest of the team see him fighting Shazam and they go to help. Mal will deal with the laser wall if he can. If he can, which, yep. I mean, you know, we all know how that's going to go. Yeah. But we go back to... Um, Adam. Oh, I'm going to say before that, uh, uh, Bumblebee tries to wake up uh, Zatanna, who's like just standing there paralyzed, knocked out. Looks, like, oh, right. Days. And then, of course, she does the one Unable thing she to, always does. To, yeah, like, zaps him. Uh, it doesn't work. Yeah, but it doesn't work. Yep, nothing. She's completely knocked out. And then, yeah, Captain Adam and the Relation Ambassador. Yeah, you're right. Um, after that, um, you know, um, Adam's very skeptical about the Reach Ambassador, but the Reach Ambassador is really nice and cool. And also reveals about the Watchtower. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, what's with this relation, dude? Because he was just rescued by superheroes at the beginning of this yeah, season. Like, and also all the last time. season, assass- like, yeah, the Assassins, when he was very he was, like, constantly helped. But for some reason, he, like, idiotically believes the aliens over the decorated war hero that Captain Adam is or any of the actual Justice League people who've saved his life yeah, very see, recently. Yeah, I, I never quite understood that either because. I mean, the Reach guy's like, oh, I know all this information, even though we just met. Yeah, and, and he's it's like, like, how long have you been on Earth? And then he, like, dodged, the, uh, Adam asks the alien, how long have you been on Earth? And he, like, dodges the question by, like, mentioning the Watchtower and, like, yeah. like kid assassins. Like, relation president or whatever, you were saved by those kid, like, those teen superheroes. Like, how do you not know about, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's very, 
I don't know. I guess the continuity of uh, everything is just kind of weird. In yeah, no, scene. it's just kind of like a very like rush. Like obviously we need conflict, but then Adam gets the call that the Hall of Justice is under attack, and we cut to the military general Eiling from the fantasy training episode. Yep, <laughs> uh, aka the general when he's a supervillain, but not in this series. Uh, and Black Lightning also makes an appearance. Yeah, here. Black Lightning finally first appearance. Yeah, which I I had to look that up because I'm looking at I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't I don't know who Black Lightning is. I I thought he was like one of those like. B-list heroes that's not DC or anything like that. He has a CW like show. It's great. It's probably the best one of all. Well, I, well, I haven't watched it, but still. But yeah, his lightning also is actually black in this, which is very yeah. funny. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> I guess it's just to get rid of like the whole like weird like 70s name that he has and just like a weird black lightning. Just It's, it's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, but well, actually, yeah, he actually gave him actual black colored lightning. Uh, um, but in this in this one, the... Trying uh, to, try to uh, bring the laser field down. Yeah, and it does not work, obviously. Nope. Uh, Despero continues to just throttle the team. McGann is still a bit out of it from the last psychic attack she did with um, with this is right after she psychically mind wiped Aqualad, so she still does yeah. not want to confront him, do psychic powers on him. Right, it's like, hey, you need to do a mind blast, and she's like, I can't, and of yeah. course he's like, you kind of have to, but that, that doesn't go through. Yep, but Shazam tries the the whole, oh yeah, uh, the whole grabbing yeah, on yeah, the signature yelling. moves. Yeah, one of the signature holding. But this time it actually what well, doesn't uh, knock him up, but also the beam goes through the person he's holding and actually turns him back into the kid, which is usually not how it goes. It usually just holds him and they get hit and then it doesn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then of course Elrond sees this. He's like, um, he doesn't want to fight yeah, kids. A little so a little um, psychic, bye. Yep. Psychic knockout from him too. Uh, back at the counseling, we see Beatles still like very. He didn't mention the future thing or about how he becomes evil to uh, Canary. Or Impulse stops him from doing it, doesn't he? No. Um. We start off with uh, Canary, uh, Black Canary, actually finishing her session with Impulse. Yeah. And, and he then, doesn't mention it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. And then when Lagoon Boy goes in, yeah. um, you know, Blue Beetle's like, "Well, did you?" And Impulse is like, "Dude, chill. I didn't yeah. say a thing." Yeah, and that is when they continue to fight. Oh yeah, the beetle still tells, like, oh, you better kill Impulse, because he'll tell them, and it's like, no, no, shut up, No, no, shut up, you. And then Uh, back at the hall. Yep, Despero continues to just throw them around and beat them all up. Mal finally dons his Guardian outfit, and he goes in to try to fight. McGinn is trying to psychic attacks again, but keeps getting flashes of Aqualad stopping her from doing it. Yep. Even though Despero... Literally is about to rip Connor's head off. <laughs> She's unable to help psychically. Right, right. Um, uh, I think. I think at this point, Bumblebee starts trying some things, and then all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? No. And then uh, Despero does his eye yeah, thing on her. Yeah, zaps her too, and she gets knocked out. Yep. And he's oh, she's almost. Gets squished when Mal arrives and just saves her in time. Yep. Back to Canary goes over them finding out that the beetle is from the Reach. Yep. Uh, just a really quick scene of them and he continues, and then it goes right back to Mal fighting. <laughs> yeah, really, seriously, it's like one of those blink and you'll miss it scenes. Oh yeah, they uh, Mal is giving a big speech while McGann takes the rest of the people away. Yeah, Mal, course, yeah, keeps he keeps going about how yeah, the real yeah, strength like, is inside. And, and da, then da, 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 da. Yeah, you find out that all he's doing is literally talking out of his butt while yeah, like, uh, everyone time. else needs to figure out what to do. Yep, it's very cool. Uh, you know, strength we learn also that he was trained by Canary, so he can dodge most of Despero's big swings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Connor chastises McGann for being so like zonked out and not really helping, and he goes in to help Mal, who will get killed, and he tries to help, but. Uh, she like, was uh, she tries yeah. to use her psychic powers to undo Despero's right. Yeah, she did, she does her telepathy on everyone who has like the mind, like the mind. 
I don't know what what do they call it when they like does that? Coma or paralyzed? Or yeah. Well, either way, she yeah, tries to undo it, and I think it works, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Because Zatanna then immediately just magics up Z- um, Despero. Uh, yeah, and of course, and of course, uh, this entire time, as everyone's getting free and like using magic and stuff, yeah. Elrond's freaking out like this isn't fair, this isn't fair, yep. and proceeds to go into self-destruct. Yeah, almost also he gets shazammed by Elrond. Yeah. Or, uh, Elrond yeah. shazams Billy. <laughs> yes, yeah. Elrond shazams himself. Yeah. Billy shazams Elrond in this thing. Um, uh, Adam and Billy can't get the barrier down, and magic is also not being able to take it down. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely nothing can do it, so it seems. And this is when the ambassador arrives and takes down it with a simple device, and then exposes the watchtower on national TV. Ah, yes. And G. Gordon's like, oh, you see, the the League is terrible. Yay for the Reach. It's like uh, G. Gordon continues to just downplay them and just talk them up. The relation, a, yeah. yeah and, and, and the, oh, yeah. The, the relation leader, dude, because he keeps, I don't know, is he like some kind of major ambassador now? Like, why is he dealing with the I, Reach? I forget what he is. He's like he's like a like a national something I guess or not. other. But, but anyway. yeah, he lets them stay. Uh, he says, oh, the Reach can stay on Earth forever. And again, oh, poses yeah. as Jean. To, uh, and we found out that she's like living in his apartment. Yeah, like uh, she's she's now uh, Jean living in Jean's apartment while well Jean's gone. Yep. How many times did I say Jean? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, McGann also gets a call from the goon boy, which she ignores, and Connor's yep. about her apartment. Yeah, and of course. Yeah, Connor's just like, dude, can we talk? And yeah. she's just like, okay, come in. The remaining league discuss the metagene and the Reach's goals, finally. And then are interrupted by he- uh, Jaime yep. saying, you know. I, um, since we now know about you know this beetle, I gotta I gotta tell you guys, and reveals everything like reveals that impulse, uh, you know this the future and how Jaime apparently is going to be the cause of all that. So, what's his conclusion that he needs to come to? Get this thing off me right now. Yeah, and that is where the episode ends. Yep, episode done. It is a it was a pretty good one. I like seeing Desperate. I liked him having to just find a big. This also happens like a, like a very similar episode later down the line happens again. Now, with this. here's my question to you because you yep. did mention that Despero was in uh, like Justice League and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I think also maybe the Green Lantern TV show had a like, version of Despero. Where in Justice League? I don't remember Despero. There was a, one of the minor. I don't know if it was earlier when it was just like the main smaller team. But I think it was an episode where he came and he was just like a random alien. It might have been the episode when they were on trial. In that mm. series, which is also a funny thing that's happening again in this, but it was a space episode where he was like a minor threat and like an offhanded thing that they just handled immediately because he's not really a major but, right. Fan. He's not that impressive. Except over. for in this episode where yeah, apparently yeah. he almost killed. Well, kids. because everyone who's like serious isn't there. Like I'm sure Superman or Wonder Woman or Batman. Hey, what are you talking about? Easily. Man was there. Connor was there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, they're not good enough apparently. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, he's a he's a recurring character and stuff like that. But it was good seeing him show up too. Uh, he's a really, yeah. I like all the I like all the space DC villains. Like yeah, that. some, some of the uh, extraterrestrial kind of ones can be interesting because, you know, they're aliens. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, but them. I was going to say the very similar episode later has a much better alien villain who I just love. Oh, yeah. But, but before we get of, there... Yeah, speaking of which, we're yep. going to go to our next one, True Colors. True Colors, episode 12. We actually start off in Ivy Town, where Adam and Bubblebee are traveling through the inside of Hank. Oh, oh, oh. I was about to say, before that, we see a weird... Red watery tunnel that they're like floating through. We don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, come on! I'm gonna say my next line after that is like, "They're in a weird red water tunnel opening." What's that about? And then my next line is, "If you've ever seen a movie, you know what the deal is." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, um, you know exactly what it is. But but yes, um, all of that uh, build up aside, mm-hmm. they're actually inside Jaime, looking at where.
where the scarab is attached. Yep, they are swimming around and touching ganglia and all kinds of stuff, inner teeth oh, and yeah, stuff it's, like it's, that. It's so weird, but it's so cool at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they finally find where it's attached, and so they're going to see if they can, like, detach the t- little prongs so that yeah. they can just pull it out. One of the towns are trying to laser cut it, but then a bunch but of... of course, but, but of course, you know, it never works out as planned because as they're doing that... A bunch of weird little antibody robots just start pouring out of the thing. The little nanobots start, like, attacking them and they're unable to keep c- cutting the uh, weird leg thing that is tension inside of Hami's body. Because even alien technology needs to have an immune system. Yeah, of course. It's weird <laughs> as heck. Uh, we see Adam thinks that the scarab will come, uh, don't, doesn't think that'll come off if Jaime is alive at all. Right, yeah. And then, of course, you know, they, they get out all safe and sound and all yep. that stuff. And, of course, match cut to Gordon, G. Gordon, continuing to <sighs> the anti-league speech, just never gets tired. Now he's off about the Young Justice team and the Watchtower, and he continues to be pro-reach really, really strongly, just continuing to be really pain in the butt. Which, one, which once again, I mean, we, we all know G. Gordon, and we know how happy he was when an, when aliens just decided to be like, hey, we're here, let's be friends. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> it's so weird seeing him be all It's also weird pro- knowing what the character is i'm like why would they why would they be cool with the reach doing this to earth but we'll get there but yeah I mean, we'll, but get there, there, but yeah, we'll get there yeah we'll get there but like uh, it's very weird. weird but speaking of the reach the reach have partnered with lex luther for food production ah uh, yes lex luther and his lex core farms yep uh alpha squad is going undercover do you have who alpha squads contains um on? alpha squad if i remember is um Ra- uh, robin as yep. the leader uh, as well as uh, Tim Drake, Tim yep, t- Tim Tim Drake, not Nightwing. Yeah. Um, and there's also Blue Beetle. Yep. Um, crap. I Impulse. I had yeah. Im- Impulse. And now Arsenal. That's right. Arsenal, rather than rather than being an antihero like in the episode when he becomes Arsenal, no, yep. he's actually a good guy. Yeah, and while they're on the mission, Blue is worried about the Scarab, and Arsenal is all sassy and talking about how he wants to go to the Watchtower. Like, oh, it's lame. <laughs> right. The uh, undercover agents are riding a tour bus, and they are going to Lex Farm, which is in Smallville? What's, yep. It, what yeah. a random coincidence that is, because he definitely doesn't know who Superman wait, is in wait, this wait, series. Wait. Oh, wait, Lex Luthor, the biggest enemy of no. Superman, has something in Smallville? Yeah, but he shouldn't. I, it's not established if he knows who Clark is or not. So well, it's very of, like. Of course, of yeah. course not. But also, also but... Metropolis is right next to Smallville somehow. So, right. um, and then of course, you know. Uh, also, there's an old farmer on the tour who just like this. I don't like this. Let's yeah, he's just, I don't. Who like could that be? Who could that old uh, farmer man in Smallville possibly be? <laughs> yeah, who, who indeed? Yeah. Um, but the um, they show him all the weird food tech and they show the the weird uh, goo that the Reach has been putting stuff into and everyone's yeah, which like, is oh, wow. which is vitamin rich, Reach enhanced stuff. Yeah, like, Impulse is the only one who tries to eat the samples. Everyone else is just, like, taking them for... They, like, we're, like, taking them to yeah. be examined. And, of course, you know, Impulse is like, dude, high metabolism. Gotta eat. Yep. Uh, Arsenal points out giant vats of purple goo watering the plants that no one else is really concerned about. Right. And um, um, is this also where you get to see the conveyor line with... Uh, uh, yeah, there's all the, the stuff like that. And this is when the, they um, they ditched the tour just now. Yeah. Oh, that's when they ditched the tour. Just okay. when they say they have pluots. And I was like, what the heck is a pluot? Yeah, oh, exactly. Like, I heard pluot. I'm like, did you just make this up? No, they, they have pluots. And then, like, Impulse is upset because he wants one. I looked it up. It is a prune-apricot hybrid. Oh, you see, I was wondering what a pluot. Yeah, I, I, I literally actually, stopped the episode in Google. I was like, "What the heck are they yeah, saying?" And, and, and that's why I, I thought it was like some DC like mumbo jumbo. I'm like, 
the frick is a pluot? No, yeah, it's a prune apricot hybrid. And we now we go to Western Mongolia. Yep, where we see to best boy sportsmaster. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, and of course he is he's... with the light. Yep. Yeah, he's with the light right now, talking to them about how it's ridiculous that they killed. His daughter. Yeah, Mantis and Cal are responsible for the murder of his daughter unsanctioned, so what the heck's up with this? And of course the light's like, why are you upset about this? I mean, you can get your revenge on him, just stick with the sk- stick with the script, stick with the schedule. Yeah, and they're like, and okay, the- okay, here, here's a big pile of money. And he's like, no. Yeah, here, just take my bribe. And of course, uh, Sportsmaster's all like, hey, if I take this bribe, I'm gonna look like a chump. So you know what? I'm just going to take my revenge out right now. Sports report. Discus throw. <laughs> uh, but hey, it is so, I was going to say, hey, sw- sport, sports uh, update. Someone shoots the discus out of the air. I forget what that's actually called. Oh, uh, what, skeet shooting? Yeah, yeah skeet shooting. That's skeet shooting. <laughs> Only it wasn't done by Sportsmaster. No, it was Deathstroke. Also known as Wade Wilson. <laughs> and I don't think in this one he's actually, no, actually he's not voiced by Ron Oh, the time. voice actor I have down because I know that dude from other stuff. But, but like uh, what? He doesn't talk, does he talk now or does he have to talk uh, later? I, I, I don't think he talks now, but I know in the future he Wentworth will, Miller. Wentworth Miller? Which one's that? He is from Prison Break. He's the main dude in that. Also, oh. he is Captain Cold in the Flash TV series and in Legends of Tomorrow. And also, he's, he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. He's a really good, he's a really cool dude. And, of course... As Deathstroke is also here. Also, I wrote in my notes, this Deathstroke has a giant ponytail. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get to that later, because I have a thought on this. But, um... Uh, Sportsmaster you know, says, uh, Slade is... His, I, I don't know if I call him Wade, I don't know if I call him Deathstroke, I don't know if I call him Slade. Yeah, <laughs> at, at least they know all three of them are the same, especially if they've seen the original Teen Titans. Of course, yeah. He is uh, the replacement for Sportsmaster, and yep, he's... Yep, the light oh, is just... Is, yeah. Yeah, the light is just so far ahead, they, they even have your replacement, so yep. be careful. And then he sky dives out of the window sport and into a copter (laughs) yep and end of the sports report yeah um, uh, we see that Cheshire is driving it and he says well now he's free to kill Mantis and Cheshire can have Calderam correct but then now we go back to Lexcor Farms yep the boys hid in the bathroom all day and got into their outfits (laughs) as it's a really funny bit of impulse not knowing that there was a stealth button on it, or that his didn't have like, a stealth button, yeah, was it? Uh, his, his did, but yeah, he yeah. was just like, yeah, you know, we, this is great, let's get in the, and Jaime's like, dude, just use your stealth mode. It's like, wait, this thing has a stealth mode? Jaime just like presses it yeah. really sharp, he's like, come on. <laughs> they find a hatch, and it is filled with reach scientists, adding some weird crystals to the uh, spraying water of the plants. Yep. Uh, Robin grabs a sample of the crystal and Arsenal blows their coverage just because he hates Lex that much. <laughs> Even yep, though he Lex hates... is responsible for his Arsenal of uh, equipment. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean they're on good terms. Of course not. Lex yeah. just did one good thing. Yeah, and while they're, well, Lex is, of course, watching and isn't in a rush to stop it, he sends a guard um, as Black Beetle shows up. Oh, he, yes. Yep. Good old Black Beetle. He, once again, easily beats the entire team. Arsenal launches... Arsenal's rocket launchers don't do much. Uh, yep. And Impulse does just tosses weird tomatoes at him. <laughs> it just literally throws fruit at him, yep. which... Come on. You know they're not going to do anything. Of course. Blue Beetle won't let the Scarab take over like he did last time, so he's not a match for him as they continue to fight. Roy's lasers manage to... What is it? Um, don't, they, don't they, like... Actually, do like stop him at yeah, a little bit. Yeah, or actually do hurt him a little. Yeah, bit. It, it, 
I, I wouldn't say they hurt him. They just, like, distract him. Yeah. Because, like, he, he does, like, go, uh, like, I'm slightly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it's Black Beetle. Yeah. Uh, and then they start um, running away. Yeah. Underwater, Manta is watching his son, Cal, who is still brain dead. Mm-hmm. And he's with Vandal Savage, who mentions that he's a father. And I'm like, yay, shout out to Scandal Savage. I love her to death. Yeah. She's fantastic. Definitely read her book. Yep. Secret, Scandal Secret gets Six. Me- <laughs> Scandal gets sort of mentioned, not by name. No, but no, no. Well, just but, the fact but, that he's, like, I'm a dad. Also, he's like thousands. He's what millions of thousands of years old at least. He's he's as pretty much as old as the planet. He's as old. No, he's only as old as cavemen technically. Okay, yeah, true. So, fair so a couple thousand years. Oh, but either <laughs> but, way, um, and of but he's, course, he's, he's had he's had hundreds of kids. If you read um the, well, the other comic I mentioned, but, aside, uh, aside from that, um, and also, Manta brings yeah. up you know I'm gonna bring that Miss Martian to, to my own kind of justice. Yep, and he brings in Simon, as I always like to mispronounce. <laughs> hey, whatever it works, but yeah, um, Simon help. is there too, which could be bad for the team. Oh, very bad. Uh, Black Beetle continues to just keep beating up them uh, as they flee into the farm fields. Yep, and as that's happening, of course, you know, Black Beetle is toying with them, chasing them and all that. Yep. They can't, uh, what is it, they can't run Black Beetle and Impulse can't speed up because he's holding people. Yep, and uh, I mean, even, like they literally try everything in the book, yeah. and it does not work. Yeah, they are confronted while Black Beetle catches them, and now suddenly a Green Beetle shows up out of nowhere. Yep, the a... a well, a greenish looking thing that looks like it has a scarab. It looks kind like of yeah, yeah. You're assume and it's a green of beetle. course, and of course, you know, it this uh, new uh, new opponent goes up against Black Beetle and makes it so he runs away. I was to say, yeah, we, they think that he's there to fight them, but then suddenly he starts beating up Black Beetle and like, oh, yeah. we have time, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's just get. Also, uh, Black Beetle calls him a rejected warrior, and Impulse does not know who this Green Beetle is, even though he's from the future and knows everybody else. Pretty much. And um, But then after all of that happens... Oh, um, before we, with, see, uh, but we see that he has Martian-like abilities. And yeah, like shape-shifting Robin, and yeah. density-shifting and stuff like yeah, that. Robin figures out that he must be the Beetle of Mars. Yep, the Green Beetle of Mars. Yep. So, yep, we have a Green Beetle. They blast and damage Black Beetle's armor enough, and they help Green, but he sh- or he gets hurt, but they shrug it off, and they keep going back. Yep, and Green, then yeah. they all... I mean, in, after after a bit more fighting and stuff like that, yep. they actually do escape from Black Beetle, and they make it to, uh, well, the Kent farm. Yep, they hide from him on Pa Kent's farm, as it finally revealed that he's the old man on the thing. Uh, they see the barn, and just he's glad to see Connor finally too. Yep. And we also learn that the um, Green Beetle's name is Baor Saum, which is a reference to I'm John sorry, Carter. It was what? What is it? Baor Saum. Now say a so- name. Don't Som? just make weird lip noises. Baor Saum. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name. Anyway, it's a John Carter from Mars reference. If you've seen that, if you've read that book or seen that whatever movie, <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a reference to the Martians on that planet. But, um, yeah, Borsum, I think, or Borsum, it's, it's a weird and, and, of course, you know, he's trying to convince the team that he's actually a, f- a friend, where Night- Nightwing is kind of skeptical about, about this. Yep. Um, and, of course, he's like, I mean, you can still stay with us, but just just understand we're, we're, we don't know about you yet. So This is, yeah, this is when they also explain that the Reach sent out Scarabs all over the galaxy to every planet with developing life so that they could someday show up and control, take control of it. Yep. And um, that is why, and Jay, uh, Jaime's was broken, and that's why he's able to take control. And Boers was psychic, so he was able to fight off his beetle's abilities. Yep. 
And um, as all of this has been said and done and all that, um, Green Beetle tele- uh, telepathically speaks to uh, Jaime, saying that he that he thinks that you know he has to die in order for the blue scarab to be removed. But there could be another way. Yeah, there's also another uh, thing that reason he showed up is because he was in contact with Jean and Jean's messages stopped. All the Martians love TV on their planet. And yep, that, that is like the anymore. main yep. way they get any information. And he, they and they, they wanted to double check on the Justice League to make sure they were okay, and that is why he's showing up now. Tim holds back, calling out Arsenal, and just like gives Nightwing the sample without like telling that he blew the cover. Right. Uh, that's when uh, Greenville talks to yeah talks to um, Jaime. But then after that, Lex and Savage say the team was already too late and they wanted the Young Justice to get that sample. Yep. And then we see a conveyor with a bunch of drinks. Yeah, a bunch of weird sodas. Three. And they say yeah, they're like uh, they're like let them have have their thing. We uh, are gonna have our own team. And they show all the pod kids like uh, Virgil and Ty and uh, two other people. Yep. Yep. And that is where that episode ends. Yeah, that is where that episode ends. It is a very interesting one. I loved seeing Green Beetle. <laughs> uh, that, he was a very interesting uh, addition to this. Yeah, because, very, I mean, I, I always thought it was just Blue and Black Beetle. I, I, I did not know that there was going to be a Green Beetle. Yeah, I would say when um, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths happened and Jaime was first introduced as the new Blue Beetle... Uh, I that's all I've ever seen of that character, and then uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold, he popped up a couple of times. I barely know the character at all, and I barely read anything with him in mm-hmm. it. Uh, but like, yeah, I didn't know about Black Beetle at all. That was really cool. Glad Ooh, seeing, yeah. I, I, honestly, out of the three we've seen so far, he's my favorite design because he uh, looks th- cool. Oh yeah, dude, he's like he's literally big buff, and he's just yeah, like that, that voice. His voice, yeah, the, the girl, yeah, his voice is insane. But that that dude just has an insane voice. <laughs> oh, and then of course, my favorite part of this episode yep. was the ultimate evil plan. Get everyone to drink their juice. Yeah, their evil energy drink. <laughs> they're evil, they're, yeah, they're like evil whatever. Oh, but uh, so speaking weird. of evil energy drinks and stuff. Yep. Episode 13, The Fix. You know, I don't think that's that, that's an appropriate name. I mean, we're talking about energy drinks, and then now we're talking about that fix. <laughs> Lame. But, an, but anyway. Um, uh, underwater, Mantis' ship, we see Tigress slash Artemis monologuing to herself about having to keep her cover. Uh, regretting agreeing to Dick's plan as she is just sitting in Cal's room with him. She sees Simon, who is being told, like, oh, he'll learn everything about Cal. He'll know more about Cal than himself. And she's like, great. And she's like, in her mind, oh, God. Great. <laughs> great. Yeah. It's like, there's, there's a lot of these moments where she's, oh, like, yeah. outside, she's like, awesome. And in her head, she's like, like the negative passive yeah, aggressive, like, awesome. Yeah, that um, really keeps having a bunch of this episode. <laughs> but, any, but anyway, point is, Simon's oh, yeah. going to learn everything that Cal knows. And this is this does not bode well for Huntress. Yeah, and Mantis also thinks that the two of them are an item, which is very funny. <laughs> He's just like, I know oh, my, my, like, goodness, my son right? really like, cares for you, and I know you're really important to him. In, in that, like, father, like, you know, yeah. um, I approve of this, yeah, but yeah. remember, I'm his dad. Yeah, and also he tells that, that they will Get making for this, and we get another great. <laughs> yep, and we get another one of those. And is this where we get the title card? Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. so. And, and then we cut to uh, again yeah, in Taos. Yeah, uh, back to Taos Star Labs. McGann is with Green Beetle, and she's uh, still too shook to do real psychic stuff. Yeah, and but then Green Beetle's like, "Hey, I, I get, I, I get it, maybe." But understand, I'm willingly letting you do this. Yeah, so and also don't be a big, afraid. A big creepy smile, which is funny. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because he's he's like, isn't this how you all show 
like that you're happy. <laughs> um, but anyway, Connor so, is hesitant, and Lagan is, "Come on, do it. Go ahead." And McGann actually does. Yep. And then, of course, she's like, "Yep, everything he said is the truth." Yeah, but Baor can also counter read Megan and see that she's upset, and he opens his mm-hmm. mind to her with these. Uh, that is when they cut back to Simon. Is mind probing when Tigris darts him. Oh yeah, because we get Simon like doing a thing, and all of a sudden he just turns around and goes, "Oh, I know you!" And then he gets sedated. Yeah, like, his, his next go, he's like, "Oh, what's going on?" He reads uh, Artemis is like, "Oh, she's Artemis," and is trying to throw her around with psychic powers, but then uh, like the dart. Also, she said that the dart was made by Sportsmaster. He recognizes this. He recognizes it, or she said um, it was. He- uh, he recognizes that it's a really potent, like, uh, compound yeah. that makes you, like, in a coma, a comatose state for a long time. Mm. They don't necessarily say it was Sportsmaster. I think somebody says, I remember, it's like, somebody says it was made by Sportsmaster. Maybe it was Artemis? I'm not uh, sure. It, pro- it probably was, uh, uh, Tigress, at least. Yeah. Uh, Black Mantis enter, Black Mantis, Black Manta enters and says, she says, I know, some kind of telepathic virus from the Martian. Uh, so, so no more so no more psychics. <laughs> yeah, well, and then he's like, hmm, how about we actually get yeah. the Martian herself? And of course, it, it internally, Artemis doesn't like this, but okay. externally she's like, Alright, cool. That sounds like a perfect plan. I'll go. And yeah. then Black Man's just like, Not so yes, fast. yes. <laughs> but we're going to have Deathstroke join you. And she's just like, yay. <laughs> Another great. <laughs> yep. And then, of uh, course... We get the sing- a silly jingle, like a funny uh, commercial with the Reach's uh, juice. Which, which incidentally enough, is called Reach. Yeah, Reach. And reach also for Reach, kids. The really cheesy, like, 90s uh, extreme commercial ends what? with the ambassador, Angie Gordon. Yeah, Angie Gordon, <laughs> apparently. That's G-Gordon like Gordon type like, I guess. So I've seen that weird, crazy newsman. Oh, but... man. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Alex course... Jones newsman, just, like, screaming about the... Right, this is like, oh, my goodness. Um, but then, after... As, as this happens, we actually see that Green Beetle and everyone is actually watching this commercial. Yep. And this is when Green Beetle actually explains what this this Reach drink is. Yeah, it is a drug that will pacify the humans, and the team just keeps testing Green to see if he's on the level. You know, they've already figured that out. They want to make right. sure and he's and cool. Even, and even Green is, is aware of it, but yeah, he's yeah. actually pretty cool with it because he understands. Yeah, he also tells them that they are tracking, and acti- it can track and activate metagenes. They say since the League has such a low reputation, they can't go public with this information as of yet, which I'm like, that seems a little crazy that they couldn't just like outwardly say, yeah, this is crazy evil drink and here's the proof of whatever. Uh, Lagan asks why Megan has been so distant and ign- ignoring him in their relationship uh, just as Tigress and Deathstroke interrupt. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And then, of course, as all of this is happening, they have a, gr- a good old showdown where they all fight and Lagan gets his butt handed to him constantly. Yeah, I was going to say, Megan also talks to Tigress in her head. Saying that she now, knows who now she is. Knowing, like, the truth. Yeah, saying, I know who you are, what are you doing? And she says, I gotta kidnap you, Megan, you gotta do this. Legan calls for backup, but they're three minutes out. Yep, uh, they're three minutes out, which is this, just enough time for uh, Deathstroke and uh, Artemis, who had convinced Megan to, you know, play it up. Yeah. To, uh, well, have Megan get kidnapped. Yeah, and this leave. is what I wrote down who Slade's voice actor was. I think this is when he, I, thought, I don't know if he talked in the first scene, but he definitely talks here. Yeah, in he does in, the, in this for sure. And, oh my goodness. The, I thought Ron Perlman did a great job, which he is the best for Slade. Fight me. Uh-huh. Um, well, I'm about to say all the other, all the live action ones. I <laughs> what about the? I I don't know any of the live Joe action Manginello ones. Joe Manganiello or um, although, who who was the voice actor for the Injustice games? 
Injustices? Ooh, I do not know. Was he? Oh, he was in the first one. He was yeah, in the he, was, he was in the first one. Yeah, um, I don't know off the top of my head who the voice actor was. I felt bad about Either way, he did a good... Whoever did that did a good job, too. Yeah, they're fantastic. But, anyway. but yeah, Slade takes out Lagan, of course, for good, and they capture him again just as Nightwing and Connor show up late. Yep, and then we go back to... Jaime uh, and Boar. And, and, I'm just going to call him Green. Yeah. We go back to Jaime and Green <laughs> in Star Labs. You know, Jaime is a bit worried about this whole prophecy thing hanging over his head. And this is when uh, uh, Bars is like, hey, I, I here's my solution. This is what I think we can do. Uh, I don't know if he actually... Uh, uh, he, I don't think he says exactly yeah. what's going to happen. He just said, uh, like, wh- what he's going to do. He's just, like, but he does... around inside and just figure out, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, so he does explain that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah he, like, is going to use some kind of Martian psychic ability to uh, pacify the voice in the, the, that the Scarab has to make Jaime in complete control. Yep. Uh, this is when we see Manta has McGann and says that the collar he put around her will only give her access to her psychic powers. And uh, she has to fix him. And also, Deathstroke has a bomb in the collar that he can activate from like a mile away anytime he wants. And, and of course, he's constantly watching. Yep, yeah, get to work. <laughs> um, this is where we actually do see Deathstroke without his mask. And let me tell you, yeah. he looks just like Geralt of Rivier. <laughs> he looks exactly like it with white hair and the ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Like the so. scruff of it. I'm just like. When did this become Witcher? <laughs> I'm sure it's not a coincidence. Um, but anyway, but aside from all that, this is when McGann, you know, is like, hey, um, just so you know, well, it, all this telep- uh, uh, telepathically, obviously, is just yep. like, hey, just so you know, Artemis, this is probably going to take a while, and it's going to be very difficult. Yeah, Artemis also tells her to actually, yeah, do, actually fix him while you're here, but she says, I'll need you to go in with me. Yep, and then, of course, Ar- uh, Artemis is like... I don't know, but in the end, they do. They, they yep. do go in together. Yeah, they appear psychically underwater, and Artemis can't breathe at first because she believes it's real. Uh, and then, of course, McGann's just like, hey, yo, chill. This isn't real. Just, if you le- if you think it's real, it will become real. Yep. It's not real. Stop thinking that. Yeah, and and the, apparently that works. Yeah, and the landscape is like Atlantis ruins and stuff. Yeah, like, we're talking like Atlantis in shattered pieces. Yep, uh, just as a psychic image of Tula appears and starts attacking them with magic. And then we cut to Nightwing and Superboy in the with hospital. a yeah in the in the hospital with Lagoon Boy. Yep, Lagoon is freaking out because Dick and Connor are here, and, and he's like, oh, "Why aren't you saving my angelfish?" And blur blur. Yeah, blur. It's, it's that tigress. What does he call? He calls her like uh, Black Manta's cow or something like that. Yeah, just so, like, oh, something, yeah, something just some like real that. Some real bad old school insults on that. Dude. And then we get and then we get something interesting. We get Night uh, Nightwing explaining to Lagan the truth. Like, yeah. <laughs> the big truth that they weren't going to tell anyone. Yeah, Lagan tells him that Cal is not a traitor. Lagan freaks out, but Connor's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then Connor's like, yeah, you know, he must have had his reasons why he held, held it, you know, took this information and didn't tell anyone. And then he and uh, Nightwing leave calmly while Lagan's still in, in the bed. Yeah. And then Connor proceeds to be like, you are an idiot, Nightwing. You yeah. know why this happened? Because... It reveals that McGann like brainwiped yeah, uh, Cal, yeah. and now they had to. Now they're in a worse situation because now McGann is held captive in enemy territory. Yeah, as we cut back to Artemis, who is now made herself immune to Tula's magic, realizing that yes, it is all psychic illusion. 
but uh, it's still real and hurting again because she feels it's all her fault what's happened. Yep. And of course, the, the, the reversal happens where yeah. Artemis is like, it's not real. But unfortunately, it doesn't work. Yeah, Artemis so, swims off to find a weird faceless psychic version of Calderon. Who is speaking in nothing but Atlantean, mind yep. you. And getting dragged into a weird giant hole. But she saves him. With, with a freshman? Yeah, um, saves, it just saves him somehow, and then... Oh, uh, freshman Atlantean, she says. Yeah, oh, I use freshman Atlantean to like figure out, like, just talking to him, and she ends up to communicating with him and able to convince him. Oh, yeah, him yeah that's right, because he uses, like, one word or something like that yep. kind of thing. And then, of course, after a whole while, um, they, they actually, uh, you know, they actually start to try to, you know... Get Cal to fix himself. Yeah. Then we cut to um, Black Manta saying, Tigress, you, you alright? And of course she's like, wow, it felt like it's been hours. And he's like, well, it has been. Yep. Like, you you, you alright? You've been kind of dazed. And she's like, just thinking of things. Yep. Well, outside, he's like, okay, well, you keep doing that. And when you're done, we're going to kill her. And she's like, perfect. And then perfect. Before that, <laughs> however, he, uh, he he's like, yeah, I don't think any of this is working. Uh, so, what we're going to do is, and before he even finishes that, Cal actually yeah. notices him as his dad. And he's just like, okay, never mind. It is working. <laughs> yeah. That's when he pulls her to the side and reveals that. Yeah, plan. we're going to kill her afterwards, right? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, this is when that final scene. Impulse finds Blue with Green's tentacles yeah, and green's, all Yeah, back. all over. And Impulse is like, dude, that's my buddy. Stop doing that. And, uh, and Jaime's like, hey, it worked. I don't hear the voice. I'm better. Yeah. I can. I have full control. Uh, yeah, that was a great end to the episode. Yep, and that is where that ends, right? Oh there. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm about to say I'm about to go over all the different <laughs> Slade Wilsons because, like, the Titans live action show, and right now just introduced Deathstroke. Oh. Who's and it, Rose, who plays? And all, who plays? I don't know off the top of my head, oh, yeah. but uh, they also have like, all his son and Rose. They have a whole bunch of like a whole bunch. But, of which, which, which right. by the way, yeah, is it good? The Teen Titans show, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's yeah. that doesn't answer my question though. Well, I'll I say, say is it good? I'll say it's good. Yes, okay. I'll say it is good because it is. Because I, I know you can be biased too. How can I be biased? I'm, I've never, dude. I, I talk trash nonstop on the CW shows because they are all very dumb and very poorly written for the most part, except for like the beginning of Batwoman so far. It's only like like four episodes and it's decent. And the first season of Black Lightning is fantastic. And the first season of Flash is fantastic. Yeah. But then everything else after that gets really stupid. Uh, Titans, I really, really enjoyed it. The first season, also Doom Patrol is also another really good show. Doom Patrol is good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both good. Either uh, way, um, my biggest biggest thing about this episode was my favorite villain from Teen Titans. one, One of the ones that actually made me like Ron Perlman as an actor and voice actor. Mm hmm he finally made an appearance. I'm like, Deathstroke's here. We're all good. The world is saved. Thank you. I, he is. So, I'm trying to think. Like, does he have more interpretations? He's like almost as many interpretations as like the Joker. He's like more than Lex. He's been in so much stuff between uh, the CW show, which is a really good actor from Spartacus who plays him, who's a really actually really intimidating, really kicks a lot of butt. Uh, but the yeah, CW shows with just Arrow, he pops up in, and then the uh, end of Justice League when uh, Joe Manganiello from True Blood is playing him at the like post credit scene in Justice League. You know, yeah, never um, went anywhere. Yeah, where it's like, what was that? Yeah, that was Justice League. That's yeah. right. Uh, or, like, or Batman, versus, Batman v Superman. Wait, oh, no, no, Batman no, no, v Superman, Superman yeah. was uh, you know uh, him hinting about the big bad yeah coming. Dark Side. But, yeah. but then um, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't Dark Side. It was oh, Steppenwolf. Yeah, Steppenwolf's da, 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 lame da, da, ass. Da, 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 da. <laughs> we just got jumped by Superman the last five minutes. That oh, terrible but movie. Anyway, but but it it was, yeah, the, end of, yeah, at the end of Justice League, we see Joe Manganiello's uh, Deathstroke, and then also yeah, Titans another live action Deathstroke, 
Uh, also, way back in the day with uh, Smallville, there was um, the old actor. He's doing a ton of stuff. He's like an older guy, but he played Deathstroke also. Wait. Smallville yeah. had Deathstroke. Yeah, in it. Deathstroke was in Smallville. That's crazy. He was a good guy for like the first half, and then kind of went bad. But like, yeah, that he's had so many interp- so many live action interpretations. It's like wow, you know. But also, we barely got to see him kick butt in a movie yet. Right. But, but uh, oh my goodness, yeah. Just very like like the man said, there are there are as many Slade Wilsons as there are Jokers, almost. Yeah, almost. But now. How about we talk about even crazier characters? Maybe even more minor characters. How about we talk about this next episode? <laughs> oh, you mean Runaways, episode 14? Oh, yes, indeed. Once again, Tau Star Labs. What is it not? <laughs> yep, where we see Ty... Um, we see Virgil, Virgil first. Yeah, oh, yeah, Virgil's the first one. Floating on a can, just as he does in his old TV show. Yep, on, on a trash can lid. But we also see all the other ones. Yep, all the uh, pod dudes. And Eduardo Dorado ones. Jr., Yep, and um, also Asami. Yeah, and uh, with the other kid who was uh, was it Neutron? Uh, yeah, ne- oh, yeah, the I, yeah, they call him Newt, but yeah, he, I he was the guy who was Neutron. Yeah, I had no idea who that was for like most of the episode, <laughs> but yeah, uh, and s- they're all <laughs> and they're all being watched. Well, I, I, Virgil is being watched right now by Doctor Wilcox. Yeah, which I don't know how important he is. To he, DC. I think he's an established character. He's appears a couple times. I think he's maybe the right. main one that works with Superman oh. and stuff. And but, uh, um, he is very, very, very boring. Like we're talking like Ben Stein if he didn't have the monotone voice. Yeah, he's very, very dry. But also like, uh, we see uh, we see Eduardo Dorado Jr. arguing with his father over tests. And Senior Dorado says that he's working with he was working with Zeta beams, and his kid gets taken, and now he has Zeta teleporting powers, which is the purpose. It can't be a coincidence. He really wants to understand it, but it's uh, but like uh, Eduardo's just like, oh no, come on, Dad, I just want a cure. I want to get rid of my powers, and I don't want this. And it's just like, come on, man, it's cool. I know what's best for you. I'm your dad. Yep, I hate out, you, Dad. We also much. find out that uh, Eduardo was taken when he was running away from his, uh, I assume, mother or whatever to meet his this father. But now he regrets it because obviously he kidnapped and then given weird powers. Right, yeah. Uh, Ty is upset and wants out, and Virgil tells him that they are gonna bust out. Yep, hit. Virgil's got a plan, and they this go to tell those credits. <laughs> and yeah, that's when they do. That's yeah, when they yeah, do yeah. that. Yep, you're right. You're right. Hit the intro credit, and then back cut to Amazo parts being sent to the lab through the teleporter. Yep, from the Hall of Justice. Yep, uh, Virgil and the gang really want to leave, but Newt says that it's there for their own good if they stay here, and then he sets off alarms. Oh, which is great because every time they try to tell Asami, all she says is "simosen." Yeah, all she says is "I'm which sorry" what, in Japanese. Oh, is, is that what that means? "Simosen" is "I'm sorry." Okay, because yeah. uh, I, I don't know Japanese very well. Yeah, but she just keeps apologizing every time. She's like, "What?" And it's like this very like confused and doesn't know what they're saying. It's very funny. <laughs> it, it, it's an ongoing joke. Kid, uh, so. When the base is on lockdown, Virgil tells him he really didn't have a plan in the first place. <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously, and, uh, none so, of them know how to use the powers well enough. And then, of course, um, this is when, you know, don't, don't they get, like, uh, found out by, like, a few security guards? And yeah, guards appear, but then Eduardo yeah, Eduardo uses behind his, them. Yeah, his, his, what would you call it? Zoops behind him? Yeah, it was just zoops behind him. Zoops teleports, behind. Zeta teleports, whatever. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah he zoops and, behind and... Uh, and then Asami knocks them out with her weird chi propulsion powers. Is that what that is? It says she has chi manipulation, but I'm not sure because she uses weird propulsion, so I'm not exactly sure yeah, what so heck she's like, doing. Yeah, like she, like, blows and she, like, just literally plummets forward. Yeah, kind of like Cannonball from X-Men, but I'm not really sure. Virgil knocks out the rest, and Asami opens the doors. Well, 
there's a power outage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then Asami Which is very important. The yep. While saying sorry. <laughs> yeah, Simi Masan again, sorry. Uh, uh, anyway. Nightwing is sending Blue to round up the kids, uh, despite Ty being his best friend. Right. Virgil and the gang say that he wasn't running away. He was literally at the bus stop when he was taken. He was waiting for his sister and family, which are, yeah, if you know, static oh, shock. Yeah. yeah. His family. We actually get more drops of static shock. Yeah. Uh, only Eduardo wants a cure. The others are like, I like my powers, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, it's not like you got debilitating, like, I could name a hundred X-Men with actually debilitating abilities that ruin their lives. <laughs> right. You just can teleport. Like, what are you complaining about? <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so Asami spots Dr. Wilcox and the guards on their way and the kids duck down. And it isn't like Ty asleep. Oh yeah, he's yeah. The brother yeah, at the bus stop. He takes a nap. Yeah, he yeah, he he takes a nap, and then of course, um, Wilcox and a bunch of a, bu- a bunch of like soldier dudes are there, and this is when Ty starts like wincing in his sleep. Yep. And then you hear the immortal. <laughs> yeah, but as literally his avatar pops up. Uh, takes hold of his friends and literally just starts running yep. away. His astral form, which is a very unique take on the uh, on the uh, what's it, uh, Apache chief abilities and whatnot. Right. Um. And doesn't Wilcox even make a mention of this? And yeah, he's like, never he's never made it this big before. Wow. Yeah, that's what it was. And then of course, it's just literally it's just this big like astral orangey thing, yeah, like energy running. Man running. Uh, Beetle arrives to calm everyone down, but Long Shadow crushes him and starts running, and the gang's like, oh, jeez, come on. Beetle uh, just follows them after they stop, and Ty wakes up, and he confronts them and says, he tells Ty the truth and shows that he is Blue Beetle, Jaime, his best friend. Yep, and even and it's just like, what? Yeah, then he explains that the Reach will get them and will hurt anyone they go to, and they don't have a plan, and what are you doing? <laughs> and he says, uh, oh, he'll take them to Green Beetle, and he will help. Yep, and then meanwhile we go back to the Zeta Lab. Yep, Doctor where... Dorado is pissed. Yep, <laughs> Eduardo's very mad at Wilcox for you know abandoning all of this, and of course Wilcox is like, "Don't worry, Blue Beetle's with him. He'll bring him back." And this is when we get, and this is when we get our villain of the day. Yeah, and you'd like to think. Who could possibly be this new villain? Well, it's not a new villain because it's Red Volcano. Yeah, I am so glad he's back. Because yeah, we, 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 we kind of made fun of that where he's like, like, why is he melting in lava when his name is Red Volcano? <laughs> That's the stupidest well, thing ever. congratulations, we were wrong because yeah. he is back. I'm glad I forgot hurt. that he came back. I, he Honestly, because yeah, he's pretty much an earthbender. I am so right. glad that he came back. Right, right. <laughs> um, but then, of course... Um, he, he like grabs Dr. Eduardo and he's just like, all right, listen up, meatbag. Meatbag. I need a mezzo. Show me where he is. He also, when he pops him through the teleporter, he destroys it behind him. Oh, yes. Very important. Uh, this is when Nightwing calls Jaime again and tells him to go back. Volcano's there. Go back guys in the lab. (laughs) And of course, you know, Jaime's like, uh, but what about this mission right now? He's like, dude, people are going to die if you don't go here. So Jaime's just like, ugh. Fine. Eduardo wants to go back and help his father. And they're like, come on, man, we're going to go. And they're like, are you sure? Uh, come on. And he gets a thumb. Like, everyone's like, okay, fine. Yeah, we'll go back and save your father. And Asami doesn't know what's going on, but gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> she's, just, she's just like, I'm sorry. Thumbs up with a smile. Yeah. They land on the scene to see Blue Beetle getting rocked by Volcano. Oh. And you think my jokes are bad. <laughs> that was unintentional, but still good. <laughs> um, but, of course, as all of this is happening, you know, they find out that there's this big red cyborg guy attacking. Because they don't know it's Red Volcano. Yeah, they have no idea who that is. Yeah. Static keeps... 
floating in his weird sewer lid, and yep. Long Shadow uses his powers to free yeah, Jaime all, from all of that. See, I like this part because all of the runaways were having difficulties controlling their powers. Yeah. In this moment right here, they like almost masterfully they uh, coordinate they, with the, t- yeah, the team. They, yeah. they have they have control over their powers at least. And of course, you know, this is when we find out that where. Uh, Eduardo uh, Jr. was only able to go as far as he could see. Yeah. He actually was able to teleport inside a building for the first time. Yeah, and Volcano says that he cannot find Amazo's head while he keeps just thrashing the team and getting thrashed by them. He is just ready like a to robot kill the scientist. Ah, oh, shut up. <laughs> and is ready to kill the scientist, but Eduardo teleports him. Yeah, tell, that's what he's uh, and, there, and there's the other thing. Not only did he teleport inside a building from outside, yeah, he teleported but he, with somebody else. Yeah, he teleported with someone else without any negative repercussions. Yeah. Well, except for maybe feeling a little more yeah, tired. A little tired, but Volcano beats Static and Asami, and then Long Shadow tosses him in the air, and Blue Beetle blasts him. Yep, good old Sonic cannon. It doesn't work, <laughs> and he stabs Ty with a rock spear. <laughs> yep. They're the astral form of Ty gets stabbed, and it actually hurts him, looks like. Right, yeah. So, apparently, attacking us astral form hurts Ty himself. Yeah, the Blue uses his sound blasts on Volcano, and doesn't care that the bystanders are around, but everyone's getting like rocked by He's shooting a more and more powerful beam. He's getting really into it and angry about it. The kids rescue everybody, including the guards that were after them earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made a big deal about him. I'm pretty sure he's probably some established character. Yeah, but like, it, it, at, fir- at first, Ty was like, everyone's like, dude, he's going to kill people. And Ty was like, dude, he's saving our lives. Then as it got more intense and tense, that's when yeah. Ty's like, mm, Jaime, I don't know what happened to you. Yeah, a volcano catches the kids and rocks once again. And Jaime... He says, you'll have to rescue them. You're going to be, you know, all you heroes love racing with people. And then Jaime to the, uh, says, like, or we got a very confusing, you shouldn't stereotype. And then Jamie just regards all of his friends and attacks Volcano. Now, <laughs> but we haven't said it really because it was really a major plot point, but, like, all of the members of this weird team are, like, ethnically diverse people. And then it's weird you shouldn't stereotype for, like, a weird message in the episode. But then when you find out later, coming from Jaime, it's very bizarre. <laughs> yeah. It felt like a really weird, like, mixed message funny thing, but it was a very, very weird point for the episode. Well, I mean, if I remember correctly, all of them, even Jaime, were, uh, like, ethnically Yeah, different. they're all minorities, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure what the heck... No, except, yeah, except for Newt, they're all minorities, yeah. Well, yeah, but Newt was uh, Newt wasn't with this group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone who was there, yeah, it's very funny. Um, the, but anyway, the yeah, kids so. free themselves, and Beetle kills Volcano with the sound blast drilled into his core. Yep, and then of course, um, you know, at the end, he's like really angry, he's like rawr, rawr, after even after he like, rescues them, and he's and like, "Kids, course, get back!" Rawr, listen to me, and then suddenly a bunch of cameras come up, and he's yep, like, got, "Chill bunch time, of chill time." He's like, "Hey, you know, you saved the day." Blah blah blah. Who are you? Course, and I'm the Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle, you haven't been on design forever. I'm the new Blue Beetle, and it's like he's getting interviewed by TV cameras. Yeah. And, and of course, this is when like Ty and everyone is just like, "Yeah, we're just gonna bail." Yeah, we're gonna bail, Daddy. Uh, we see Blue talking to Green, and he says, "I'll find the kids again. Don't worry." And it's revealed that Green, and then suddenly walks up Black Beetle. They're working together. Dun dun dun. He has reprogrammed Jaime Scarab to be one hundred percent in control. Uh, by reach. Yeah, by reach. By reach, and of course, he, it's just. Oh my goodness! Yeah, this, that kids, was like one of oh, the no, biggest. Oh no, no! I was gonna say, but yeah, the um, yeah, that was a huge reveal. But then also. As the kids go back to the bus stop once again, Lex pulls up and says, Hey, kids, want some candy? Get in my car. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He says that he's been backing them the whole time. He was yeah. behind the, the, uh, the power, the power edge. Edge. She, she was behind, behind everything. The even yeah. even the, the news reporters going up the Blue Beetle. Yeah, he says he wants them to take control of their own destinies, and they can trust him. 
Sure. So yeah, here's the candy coming my car. <laughs> and <laughs> unfortunately, the kids go in the car. Yep, and that is the end of that episode. Uh, that was a really good one. I love this team. I'm yes. very glad we got an episode I actually, with them. Because, I, actually, yeah. I actually was really happy. Not only because... They did um, Tai Long Shadow, yeah. the the Apache chief, quote unquote. They did him right. He was very cool. But because I got to see my boy Virgil. Virgil kicking butt. Oh my uh, goodness. Eduardo Dorado, I think, I don't know if he's El Dorado, the superhero, because I'm not really sure. He's a weird, vague bunch of powers. But Asami, I'm not really sure at all who she yeah, is. I, 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 Asami and uh, Eduardo, I did not know. I think all. he might be the hero El Dorado, but I'm not sure. What? Eduardo. But he was a character in Justice League, and uh, Eldorado was in Justice League. But um, really? hmm. it's, he's one of the thousands of people when it becomes Ultimate. Oh, like oh, and one or two in, 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 uh, Justice, in uh, Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, he's like one of the, he's like one one of the people. Ones? Yeah, one of the okay. like, hundreds of PRB people get like maybe one episode where they don't get a line. Interesting. But um, but yeah, like, I, yeah, Long Shadow was great. Uh, Freaking Virgil was fantastic. Was always, oh, my like, goodness. That is yeah. always fun. Uh, yeah, oh, it was great. I really liked that episode. I love that team. So, so, so many good things about that. And then, of course, the big reveal that Green Beetle was evil. Yeah, that did not see it coming. I, I also like. I forgot. I forgot that. Yeah, I, forgot I, about did, I did too. Like when I was rewatching. Like, oh yeah. Because <laughs> at first, I when I rewatched it, I was like, you know, oh, Green Beetle. I remember him. He's a good guy. Then yeah. the, that whole one eighty happened. I'm like, I totally forgot about this. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but a great turn. Speaking speaking of turn of events, oh, yeah. let's get on to our final episode of episode this episode. Episode fifteen, War. Before we start, this is probably one of my favorites. But yeah. Oh, t- oh yes, I, I agree. This one was a really good, you know, episode, and I I have a different reason probably than what Matt has, oh, yeah. and I'll explain that when it happens. So we actually start up on. Rimbor, where we actually, for the first time, see the courtroom where Superman and all of the the other uh, the other five with him are trying to you know defend themselves as to what happened. Yep. So we Clark, start off with Clark is telling the court that they aren't bad guys and that the prosecution is like, oh, we don't believe you. We see a bunch of weird aliens in the crowd and they are stating all their crimes. We also see some Quillotans in the audience, which I was like, what the hell? How are they allowed in the... <laughs> are they all bad? I can't well, remember. No, well, to Earth and maybe a few societies. They said that they're based on... Like, the Green Lanterns know that they're based on, like, skills right, and shit. Right, but that doesn't mean every single alien race <laughs> Of course, of course, but bad. also the Quillotans are also talking about, like, oh, wait, the Earthlings didn't do their bribes? Come on, man. Don't they know how? They're so savage. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't know, they, don't, they didn't just bribe the judges? Like, what are they talking about? Yeah, which, um... But, and, of course... You know, Superman brings up Vandal Savage. Yeah, Clark Lagos, Vandal Savage, mind control of us. All the aliens get news that the Reach is controlling Earth, and they're like, oh, they, they, they all check their phones or whatever, and like, oh, oh the Reach is yeah, there. The, they're weird alien phones. Yeah. And uh, when this and happens... Re- and someone says the Reach is getting too powerful. It's ridiculous. Yep, and as this is happening, you see two shadowy figures. Oh, it was before that. Oh, yeah? Before that, Jon Stewart uh, tells them that uh, if... Earth invited the Reach, then there's no Green Lanterns can just go and take them out of there. Which yep, is like, oh, they were invited. This is when we find out because the Reach made like a pact yeah. with, with with the Green Lanterns where they can only take over a planet if they are invited in. Yeah. And guess what Earth did? I'm like, you guys, did you have at least three Green Lanterns? None of them were just like, hey, news people, the Reach are bad. <laughs> I'm from space. <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, but we, anyway, this one we see yeah, two shadowy figures. One of them is like, 
hey, you. Yep. You know this is bad for you, right? Yeah. And, of course, the other one just gets up and leaves in a huff. And right now, it's a very cool scene because, like, the, the other way in the back is just like, oh, the Reach is really bad. They're going to get influenced. And then one of them just stands up. I think, do we reveal his face here? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, not, not the one that leaves. But the one who whispered to him, we get we get a reveal because yeah, it was Vandal Savage. Savage. Yeah, but the person who gets up and leaves, like he's like slowly like stands up, and everyone in the court just goes silent, and then he just like slowly stomps down. And slowly... But he's still like all shadow. You yeah, can't but it's see a very face. very cool scene. Where but, like, we're talking, dude. This guy is like he's very big, very big and menacing. They don't show his skin color or anything like that. I don't think they show. I don't think they show much. But, but either yeah, way, like, he's like stomps out like boom, 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 and it's like really cool. Everyone, everyone's watching him as he silently walks out of the yeah, stage. Everyone's like, oh boy. Yeah, you know this guy's big. If everyone, even the Tribune, yeah. is like do we not get, saying a word, do we get to look at Superman recognizing him and like, oh boy, or anybody like, oh Tim? Nope, I don't think anyone like ah. actually recognizes this him. This is when we hit that intro, yep. and, and then we start at the, watch the evil Watchtower. Yeah. Adam, who's apparently the only one in charge there, tells he's the senior members. Yep, uh, tells the senior members that an enormous planet is coming towards Earth. <laughs> an entire planet indeed. And Dick freaks out about how huge the thing is. And of course, when the uh, meanwhile in New York City, the Reach, yeah. the ambassador is like, like, oh boy, mm, this isn't good. <laughs> and tells them to leave. But and, suddenly they're like, okay, we should probably get ready to leave. Or the Reach, tell, does he tell them the planet to leave? Um, I, I, I don't remember. I think uh, yeah, he, I tells, just, he says, I'm approaching world, please uh, leave, this is out of the Reach. And then we hear... Keith David. And for those of you who are not familiar... Oh, come on. Keith David is a big hint because that is the voice of literally one of my favorite underplayed villains, Mongol. Mongol is fantastic. And, oh, but oh, really, you're, but you're giving him the credit from that? Like, uh, Keith David's from a thousand things. I, I, well, uh, Gargoyles, right. he's fantastic. He's the main Goliath. Also, they live. He's the main dude uh, helping oh, him. I, I was waiting for you to do all that because oh, that's yeah, your yeah, job. Yeah. But I'm just letting everyone know And that. the general from all the Halo games. He's in yeah. a, a thousand oh. things. And he's a great, the incredible voice. Which... Now that we're putting the pieces together for you, if it's Mongol, what is this giant planet? It's War Good old War World. <laughs> I love Mongol to death. Dude, same here. I love when he's a hero because he's often a, he's sometimes a hero. I love when he's a villain. He's just a great dude and War World's fantastic. Ah, uh, yes. And of course, as the uh, ambassador fails his attempts, he turns to Black Beetle and is like, what should we do? They're like, yeah. <laughs> Green Beetle, yeah, Green Beetle in ta- probably likely sta- Tau Star Labs uh, tells the people of this threat. He says, War World, an autonomous planet from a near extinct race run by drones. Uh, it's nearly moon sized. He tells them, Mongol runs it without moving and aims to conquer the galaxy and can destroy this and any other planet. Yep, and of course, you know, everyone's just like, uh oh. Yep, we cut to Mal and Bumblebee who are on a date when they see War World and its gravitational pull is causing all kinds of disasters all over the planet, which and, is great. And, of course, you know, we go to uh, GBS News where Cat Grant is also like, there's a giant moon there. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? The uh, ambassador says the Reach has only one ship and they are not prepared for war. But also, um, did they reveal that... Is it Mongol's race that made this or is it a different race and Mongol just took it? Um... I because think... Mongol's race is also like practically wiped out because they're so ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think like Mongol is like, 
uh, of a race that made War World, and he's like the sole survivor of okay. it or something like that. I, I, don't, I don't think they actually go into detail with that in this. Okay, I'm about to say, yeah, because like I'm about to freaking go off on Mongol when he became a Yellow Lantern and all kinds of stuff, but that's not for now. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but then, of course, Captain Adam tries, you know, try go like from the watch he's like hey Mongo. um can we just negotiate please and of course mongo's just like yeah no yeah he says that if you know what the reach is going to do to you you'd welcome me destroying your planet and he's like what yeah, pretty much <laughs> he, and, he powers up a huge super beam and literally he powers it up when green beetle says he doesn't move at all he literally does not he's literally in a chair and just with mind power or whatever. It's just, yeah, I think, they, they, when they said, I think he has like a, like a crown control. Oh, yeah, he, like, does, he does have a crown but control. But also, uh, they say, though, yeah, so when they say it's autonomous, they show a bunch of like robots running around putting fusion directors in and all kinds of like taking batteries yeah. and all kinds of stuff. But either way, yeah, he just fire open fires pretty he, much. Yeah, charges up a huge laser beam just as Dr. Fate appears and absorbs the beam just in time. Gotta love Dr. Fate, a.k.a. Yep. Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, and the whole remaining rest of the league show up to fight. We yes, see Rocket backing Fate. Captain Adam, Shazam, and Green Beetle are taking on War World. And the entire rest of the team is heading inside. Yep, an infiltration mission. Yep, the group is after the crystal key to stop the ship. Mongol, yep. Yeah, Mongol is not... Wait, is not the lead planet? Oh, he, can't leave, he doesn't want to leave the, the base that he's sitting on. Yeah. The, uh, oh, the One team's going to fight Mongol, and the other team is going to cut the power to the planet. Yep. I, I think that's what taking the key does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but then, anyway. like, there's three different groups. Like one's confronting Mongol, one's cutting the power, one's taking the key. Yep. And of course, um, we, not only is the other team there, but we also get well the other guardian, like the actual guardian, is joining them as well. Yeah. Also, I was about to say we'll break down the teams in a second, but before that, the ambassador is watching through Blue Beetle, like like a freaking um, like a dash cam or whatever, <laughs> like, like his Lex body with cam, everything else. Yeah, he's watching his body cam of uh, Blue Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> Mal and he's is, just like, I love this show eating <laughs> I, I No, he doesn't, but... Yeah, yeah. Mal is taking a chance to air his relationship drama <laughs> with... Uh, oh my goodness. I, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I like the comedy in it. Yeah. But it's like... It, it, it reminded me of uh, Frozone and his wife. Where yeah. is my super suit? Yeah, he's like, woman, what, what are you... Like, she's like... Uh, Mal, are you serious? We're in the middle of a mission. He's like, woman, what are you not in the middle of a mission? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was funny, but it's like the other side of me as I'm laughing. As a rational person, like, like, this is not the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the, the rational side of me is like, can this wait, please? Yeah, this is not a good time. Oh. We also uh, get it. Oh, this is um, Connor, Wonder Girl, finally back in the, again, Wolf and Arsenal are attacking Mongo head on. I'm like, why are Wolf and Arsenal there? <laughs> they don't have any uh, other heavy hitters. Like, I would send McGann. And like, no. maybe Lagoon Boy to, after him. No, no, because remember from the from Justice League, that Jean wasn't even able to do any like mind powers to Mongol because he was just that strong. Yeah, Mongol's strong, but yeah, she's also like the, probably the like top strongest people there. Rocket also would be a great asset to fight Mongol. McGann only has mind powers. She's not she's strong. She's strong enough. She's slightly strong. Oh, but also Wolf and Arsenal though. Dude, well, uh, Ar- Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal I can does understand. some damage. Arsenal, but... I can understand. Because of, like his whole tech and, st- and something, like, I can understand why I, you like you'd be confused on that as well. Because even I'm like, why Arsenal? But Wolf is like, 
in hands. He's like he's not just wolf. He's yeah, like he's beefing yeah. boots. Yeah, yeah, kind he's, of. he's he's pretty good, but Arsenal's ridiculous. Uh, uh, of yeah, course, seriously. he whoops them all very easily. And this is when we finally get the hint that Mongols people are from a planet with a red sun, like Krypton, and they get power from yellow uh. because. About the, I know, Bob, you got to freaking restrain me from going off on like all the uh, Mongol lore, but like when he trained Super, he trained Superman to like get more yellow power energy when he got his powers drained. Mm. He's a good guy sometimes, and he's really cool that they're they're similar ways to Krypton. He, he's he's not good, but he's not bad all the time. I mean, he is more bad than good. It's just he's very chaotic neutral because yeah, yeah. there are times where he will like train someone, like train Superman or something like that. But it's more towards his own personal benefit. Yeah, but also like the time when he took over... I'm about to go off. Don't stop me. Okay, but, but when he took over the... We had all the yellow lantern rings and he took over the Daxamite planet. Stop me, stop me. Okay, please. <laughs> back on subject. Hey, back on topic <laughs> We get a... Yeah, but that Wonder Girl just uh, keeps like... You know, getting bopped all over the place by everybody. Mm-hmm. Arsenal is great at ranged... Is really good. Oh yeah, and of course, Mongols is like, what? what seriously? Yeah, it's not taking. Yeah, he's not taking a single dent from it. Uh, uh, but then, of course, as all of this is happening, you know, Cat Grant is still, you know, reporting on, you know, what's oh, going on here. Also, he keeps mentioning uh, that, yeah, like, let me kill your world, dude. It's worse. It's better than what the Reach are gonna do. You guys aren't listening to me, right? Yeah. And this is when he uh, unleashes a bunch of like crazy things and he's yeah, crazy robot, robot things. Yeah. And then, and then, like as that's happening, that's when Cat's like, "Oh my goodness, look at all the things that are happening!" Yeah, it's like look at Doctor Fate doing all this stuff and all this. Yeah, Doctor Fate and the rest are outside, able to. They say, "Where did they get the scale of like they're able to stop sixty five percent of the attack? Thirteen uh, percent is being helped by the world's military." Something like that. The, the Something reach, ridiculous is the reach like that. Scanning that. Um, it was. Oh no! Uh, it was a uh, Batgirl from the Watchtower. Okay, yeah, about sixty-five percent. So, yeah, yeah that was, and and she says that the bio ship estimates this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with no option, the ambassador of uh, the Reach mobilizes the Reach's fleets. And, you know, that they claim like not to have. One, like <laughs> in that one episode when we see a bunch of like uh, Reach ships underneath the water. Yeah. Guess what? They're using it now. Yeah. And uh, wait a minute. Isn't this going to be bad for the future? Um, because they literally claim they only have one on their ship. Be, they're going to be so screwed. They're finally going to be done with them. Oh it's my be goodness! Crazy anyway. big best space battle happens. They yep. lose the the uh, in this tri- giant battle. We see that the Reach are going to lose two thirds of their fleet. Thank goodness. I mean, um, oh no, <laughs> our our earthly friends. Yeah, and of course, Mal continues to sass his bad girlfriend for their <laughs> while they're trying to reach the power core. Uh, dude, it, it is a veritable sass off. It's really hilarious. Impulse, uh, Blue, and Beast Boy find the crystal key thing, and of uh, course, um. After, like, through some, like, fighting robots and stuff, yep. they actually succeed in getting the game. Yeah, Bumblebee reroutes the power, and Mongol is legit, like, god dang it, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, except for, as that's happening, because he's wearing the crown yeah, thing, a, it also hurts him. Yeah, he gets an energy feedback from the power core. And then he gets, like, knocked out. Yep, Connor's team press the advantage, and they knock him out, stopping the attack in total. Yep. Blue and the team get the key. The planet is stopped. The ambassador is glad that Needle has the key. Yep. He's like, yeah, we we may have, you know, took a very serious hit, but at least we got some good out of it as he yep. notices the key. Yep. Mal thanks Bumblebee and... And they make up. The big beautiful brain up. for really saving the day. Like, you guys really did it with the power thing. That's what really took him out. And tells him he's proud of her. Wonder Girl starts flirting with Arsenal and gives him a cheek kiss. <laughs> I like it because, like, after they're, like, after Mal and uh, Bumblebee are making yeah. out, Arsenal's just like, no, where's that reward? Um, Wonder Girl kisses him on the cheek and he's just like, hmm, it's a start with yeah. a smug smirk. Yeah, like a creep. 
Bluebeetle <laughs> says, the gang's all here, huh? That's great. And he starts fighting them. He starts pulling out weapons and, and everyone's like, them. what are you doing? Yeah, what the... He takes them out, but Arsenal freaks and opens the airlock. Then they lose Sphere. Yep, they lose Sphere. And uh, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, Jaime is still in there. Because, he's still in the body, yeah. Yeah, he's still in the room. Because after all that happens and the door closes, like the lack of oxygen trying Beetle, to get it yeah, back, Beetle they all like the knocked out. Yeah, yeah, they all get knocked out. And they finish the team. And Arsenal course, escapes. Yep. And he escapes with the key. Uh, uh, Blue escapes with the key. Arsenal escapes the thing that everyone's knocked out in. And the ambassador is pleased that they have succeeded. And this is where not only this episode, but this entire episode oh, yeah. will end because that is the last one we're doing. Yep, and that was a real that was yeah, probably my favorite Ooh. just because I love Mongol Keith David's Dude, great to yeah, listen Mongol to. Is, Mongol is one of my favorites. Like I I know he was sort of minor in like Justice League. Yeah. But he was amazing. I needed more of him. Oh, he was absolutely the coolest, and I absolutely loved that episode. He and was I just so like good. I just liked it because all he wasn't like any like ooh I'm totally no he was hey we're gonna destroy th- I'm gonna destroy things because I need to not be bored. Yeah, but also like oh the reach I'm not gonna let them get another planet. Let's yeah, just, exactly. Let's just smash that planet. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really cool. And then oh my goodness, just everything about this episode was crazy. Even that what what I mean we the viewers knew something was up because yeah. well Jaime. And Green Beetle and Black Beetle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like this time everything was revealed. I, yeah. Everyone's like, I love that pop off moment when like everyone's back and everyone's happy and everything's successful and then just like, okay, now the time for the betrayer to make their move. Uh, I, I love that. Like whenever that scene happens in anything, I'm really happy about it. That's really cool and interesting to watch. But yeah, he just busts out and just starts whooping, but and it's just it's a huge it's, blow. Up it's, it's amazing. It's so good. Oh my goodness, it was such a good thing. I am so looking forward to the next five episodes. Oh, uh, so good. All right, but anyway, um, but yes. With that being said, because we could talk about this for literally hours. Yeah, like I said, you have to keep stopping me from going off about Mongo. Um, we will, we will, however, have to wrap this up here. Yep. Um, now, I don't have any plugs. I'm thinking of maybe, maybe doing like a Twitter or okay. something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you, I know, have quite a few other. Oh, yeah. I've got Matthew Lewis Podcasts on YouTube, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on Twitter, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on Patreon. Uh, Forgotten Minotaur King still going. Uh, By the way, you should totally listen to that one because if you like fantasy story driven things, it's top tier. Yeah, it's opinion. a great audio drama that I'm working on. I've working on for a while. It's great and I love it. Uh, that's my stuff. Um, yeah, and other than that, keep it sleazy, everyone. Oh, uh, well, I knew you were going to do it. All right, keep it sleazy, folks. We'll get a different catchphrase maybe someday.